Hey, 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 you know me, it's Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, MD, the Celebrity Doc, and we are here with another exciting episode of Chatter That Matter with Let's Talk About It with Hurricane H, our super co-host, and I am here with exciting, fabulous, and fly Elgin Charles. Now, Elgin... I just, I, I can't say enough about you, so I'm going to let you make your introduction because you have a, a long and fabulous history. <laughs> well, uh, what you wanted me to say, uh, a little bit about myself. <laughs> Are you single? <laughs> I am, actually. I'm single. <laughs> I am single. <laughs> I'm not married, put it like that. <laughs> okay, okay, okay. All right. That's two different that's two different things, Elgin. No, it's not. Okay. <laughs> like I got enough rings, so I don't know what to say. Okay. Okay. All right. I, I hear you. Well, Elgin, uh, for those of you who have been up under a rock somewhere and, and don't know who he is, is an extraordinary hairstylist uh, who has a salon in Beverly Hills. He is the hairstylist to the stars. And Elgin has a fabulous line of, of products and has done some of the most spectacular heads out there in the industry. He also was married to the fabulous Jack Kay, uh, for those of you who are old enough to remember the show. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, that's right. Look, you know who you're talking to, huh? All right. Of course I do. Of course I do. And uh, again, you know, El Elgin is, is absolutely fabulous with hair. I came across Elgin probably within the first couple of weeks that I made my way into Beverly Hills really? and had my hair done in Texas at the shop of, of uh, someone who we will not name, but uh it, it was a disaster, uh, had oh, had really? just a major hair disaster and was uh, not thrilled about having anybody up in my head. So I asked around for who was the best in the industry and one name kept coming up and it was right in my hood. So I strolled on down and I met Elgin. Oh, huh? uh, wow, that's incredible. I didn't know how, I didn't know the story. How you really? <laughs> no, I, mm -hmm. You know, uh, you get clients to come in and you're just trying to do your best to make them feel good and make them look good. And uh, sometimes you're so busy, you don't get the back end story. But uh, it's well, good to know that. And that was like how many years ago? It was a long time ago. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I've been in Beverly Hills since 1996. You know? Yeah. So, no, actually, um, that was in probably 2006 when I came. Okay. Uh, I was. It was over in um, NoHo for about six months. So, yeah, that was 2006 transitioning into 2007 when I came by the shop. And I tell, I will tell you the honest to God's truth. I must have walked by that window 20 times mm. before I actually came in because I was just I was just so gun shy about yeah, how intimidating. It was a, a, a salon for a whole lot of black people. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, oh, yeah. the, uh, the citizens used to come and just look through the window like that when we first moved in. They were just like, you know, but that was the favor of God. And it gave me yes, the opportunity indeed. to 
work in Beverly Hills where I felt comfortable. That was part of my dream when I was in beauty school that I want to work in Beverly Hills and I want to be like the black beat assassin. Who is that baby? This one's Mitzi. This is uh Hi, Mitzi. <laughs> they are well, now the other one's here too. These are our minor <laughs> show hosts. <laughs> they run the place. They're adorable. Oh yeah, this one's Rosie. Hi, Rosie. Rosie's well, cute. They are gonna be on my What kind of dogs are they? Both of them are poodles. Poodles, okay. I had a Havanese. Okay, yep. They are you know, those are our kids. Uh, your babies, I know. Those are our our babies. So uh let's let's get right into the meat of it. One of the things that all of the women want to know, and the men too, is how do we keep a healthy head of hair? How do we keep a, a healthy scalp? And what does that mean to have a healthy head of, of hair? What, tell Talk to us about what this hair thing is all about. Well, hair is very vast. It's, uh, it's hard to pin it down because there's so many variables when it comes to hair. Mm -hmm. You said, how do you keep a healthy hair? One is by maintenance, mm -hmm. making sure you use some good shampoos and conditioners on your hair. Uh, ones that are good for the hair that are sulfate-free, paraffin-free, organic. Um, something that's going to be uh, not heavy on the scalp. And you also have to understand the different kinds of shampoos. There's the uh, clarifying shampoos, which is good for the scalp that really cleans the hair very well. But sometimes it can be a little drying to the hair. Mm -hmm. So you should follow up after that with a uh, moisturizing shampoo. And uh, if you have a good moisturizing shampoo, you can only use that because it can be nourishing to the scalp as well if you don't have any buildup or anything like that. Now, okay. if you suffer from like, you know, like uh, growing dandruff. You know, people have that problem. We call it growing dandruff. You may call it something else. <laughs> what do you mean? What do you mean by growing dandruff? What is growing? You know, uh, some people have thick hair, and you look inside, and you see a whole lot of, you know, flakiness. You know, and uh, uh, and we used to call it growing dandruff. So we have to scratch it off, put it through stuff, try to clean that scalp, and when they come back, it still kind of builds up again. And okay. I just continue to, you know. Uh, Take care. I've tried different kinds of shampoos or I'll have them go see a dermatologist and get the medicated shampoo and use that. Um, but that's a, a serious, more severe uh, problem. But uh, the hair, uh, the scalp, you know, we have uh, natural uh, sebaceous glands that secrete sebum. And that's our natural oils for the, you know, hair and the scalp. So you want to make sure that the follicle is clean so that it can secrete those uh the serum uh uh throughout the hair now uh, let's talk about that a little bit elgin uh yeah. because back in the day i mean one of the first things that you did you got your hair washed and the first thing that your mama did was to slap a bunch of grease up on that scalp was, was that nice. was that healthy for the scalp well you know I digress a little bit about this because, you know, some of our history of doing things worked, you know, uh -huh. but uh, from a professional point of view, and uh, I would say that it did not help because it clogged the pores in the hair, in the, right. in the scalp. And mm -hmm. then you couldn't get the moisture in, you couldn't get it out and it clogged. But it gave it an appearance of healthiness because of the 
oiliness, mm-hmm. and then on the hair, and see that. Uh, but when you take all that oil off, it's dry. Mm-hmm. It's lack of moisture. Okay. So the key is to keep moisture into the scalp and into the hair. And that comes from uh, great products. Uh, but then we came through a period where everybody was into the ancestral oils, you know, mm-hmm. and those are different, a little different than heavy oils. And I got into them a little bit and tried to understand them more. And uh, when the women decided to go natural, they was using a lot of that to put on their hair to kind of help maintain it because it is heavy. And you mm-hmm. can use it to kind of control the hair and stuff like that. But there's a fine line between it because most of the times when they're using all those products, they still say, my hair, it for two days is good. And then it's just dry and I don't know what to do with it. Mm-hmm. So uh, it could be a problem because you're just trying to get the hair to absorb the moisture. And uh, uh, ethnic hair or black hair is different. Mm-hmm. The difference is that our uh, follicle is flat. The hair that grows out of our follicle is flat. It don't mm-hmm. has two sides to it. Mm-hmm. Asian hair is round all the way around. That's why it shines so much. Okay. And then in between the flat and the uh, straight hair, the round uh, uh, structure of the hair shaft, you have triangular, you have in between triangular, you have all these different things. And that constitutes for the curliness of a uh, pattern of a person's head. And so black hair is growing out like this real coily. Mm-hmm. That's why I can be down here and you stretch it and it can still be up here because it just turned <laughs> into. And sometimes the hair can get down inside underneath and cause like a blackhead or a sebaceous, clogged sebaceous gland. Right. And then you have a bump. You know, have you seen that before? I have seen that before. And I will take this moment because this is a, a health show to say when you get that bump, don't go digging in that puppy with a dirty pin. You will end up with an infection and it can be bad. So yeah. uh, so what do you, you suggest? Okay. Well, what I suggest is if you have the proper uh, tools, um, which you can purchase those um, where you can gently lift that hair up out of that, um, oh, okay. That's cool. out, of, out of that sebaceous gland, but it needs to be sterilized, uh, particularly because it's on your head. Most of the time you can't see your head real well and you can end up doing a lot of damage. So it's better to have someone else like a professional. Thank you. Handle I'm that situation for you. So don't go digging after those blackheads. And I mean, they're the same with blackheads on your face or anywhere else in your body. Mm-hmm. You're going to set up an infection. But this is like an ingrown hip. It is. Let let yeah. that professional go in and, and handle that. And again, as you said, those blackheads are coming from from clogged pores, that ingrown, that pore is clogged. And so that hair can't get up out or it's coiling down into the skin because yeah. it is so, so coily. So again, a professional needs they to- They were razor bumps and all that other stuff yeah. on the skin. Yeah. Yes. Yes. Yeah, now I do I have I do have a tip for folks with razor bumps though. Right. Uh, used to deal with those when I was in the army all the time because the soldiers had to you know they had to be able to wear their hats and their gear and the whole bit, um, and they had to stay close shaven. So we dealt with razor bumps a lot. And the thing with razor bumps is when you shave again, a clean face is just paramount. Make sure that you cleanse the face really good when you shave. Take a clean, sterilized toothbrush 
and lightly brush against the grain of the hair because what's happening is the hairs are coiling back into mm. the skin because they're curly. Right. And once they coil into the skin, the skin seals rosy. Rosie, come, please. <laughs> Quiet. Come. Come. Good girl. She's a good girl. Okay. She's protecting the house because we live at the end of the hall. And so everybody that goes out, it actually sounds like they're coming into our apartment. Oh, okay. So she's like, I, I've got She's to a protector, protect, huh? Protect <laughs> against the intruders. So anyway, I was saying that uh, you take that toothbrush and you lightly brush that hair up out of the skin and continue to do that for you know a day or so because that will have a tendency to kind of want to curl uh, back in but each time that you do that shave make sure that you brush it out so that it's uh, when it does curl it's above the skin and doesn't break back in and that will help to that's a good tip yeah i like that yeah. Mm -hmm. well that's good uh so anyway uh let me talk about people always ask me how can i get my hair to grow all right. Mm -hmm. And that has been a problem because they say it doesn't grow. And I'm like, look, the hair grows an average of a half an inch uh, a month. OK. Mm -hmm. And if it does that and you see your roots, if you have roots, you know, you do color job, you see the roots coming in. So you can't say the hair is not growing. I mean, come on. Stop talking about me, Elgin. <laughs> ah! <laughs> I'm not talking about you, but you got a little root there, but it's okay. It works for you, girl. It's called wisdom. <laughs> but, uh, uh, but the problem is that the hair is chipping away at the end. And, mm -hmm. and you cut it and then, you know, it still has a tendency to do that because it can be dry. So, mm -hmm. um, and uh, relaxers are damaging to the hair. The uh, jerry curl, the cold wave are damaging to the hair because it breaks bonds. And, you know, you have to put a lot of stuff to try to keep it together. And over the long run, you kind of like end up with a problem. So, uh, and that why, happened to me. Why, mm -hmm. are the why are the relaxers damaging to the hair? How do they damage the hair? Because it goes in, it's like, you know, it's uh, eating away the hair, but it does go in and break down the bonds in the hair shop. But it's also, you know, eating away the hair. And sometimes if you have like uh, a poor spot in the hair, you know, it can eat too much and kind of cause breakage or it can eat away okay. at the hair. But they okay. put a lot of emollients in them and stuff like that. And you're supposed to only do the regrowth as you do it. And you can maintain it, especially if you're setting the hair and stuff like that. And also not so much heat. And we're, we're into a lot of heat these days. Mm -hmm. So a lot of times you're not you're thinking you're not doing any harm, but you are when you're curling that hair. And then, mm -hmm. the, you know, it looks pretty. But as you comb through it, it's kind of chipping away because it's heat damage. And relaxers is damaging, too. It raises the pH on the hair. Uh, I mean, when it comes out, it's like, what? What is a, a permit? It's like, what? 16s? You know, mm -hmm. it's high. It's high. It's up there on the pH. It's very, you know. So, uh, and then they, uh, the different strengths is sodium hydroxide. You know, it's lye. You know, lye. Uh, on, on good hair, they took some real lye and stuck it in a can of Coke in there and ate through the can. But that's mm -hmm. severe lye. They don't do that with relaxers. They tame it down right. and they put a lot of ammonia to make it healthier for your hair. And we've been using them for years. I love them. I still love them today. Yeah. But I've gotten a little, every time I do a relaxer to myself, I would, you know, I would 
pretty much have a little anxiety because mm -hmm. one, you want to make sure you don't scratch your scalp. You want to make sure you put some oil on it. You don't want no burn, you know, and then you don't want to overlap too much and, and different things like that. And it could be a problem. And uh, so it was always stressful. And so, uh, so what happened to me is that I've been praying on an alternative for years. And I'm like, mm -hmm. you know, I thought about this old product back in the day called Vigorol. It's like a solution you put on the hair, you press it out, and it'll make it straight. But if someone right with it, it went off the market. So then uh, I heard about this product called Keratin Botox. Have you heard about Keratin Botox for the hair? Not until you told me about it. So <laughs> give it the skinny. You mean you haven't heard about Keratin Botox? you are getting ready to inform us, educate us, and definitely you will entertain us. So. I will. I will entertain you. And I edu they, call you they call it edutain. Edutain. Edutain <laughs> on, the, on the fly here because I do, I, because we've spoken, I do know a little bit about this and uh, it's exciting. I was really impressed as I've obviously I've given up the the relaxer um, mm -hmm. and uh, I was just I was really kind of excited to to hear about this. I probably won't be going back to straight anytime soon, but if I do, I want to know that there is a product like this that I can go to instead of messing with those relaxers because it, damage uh, you've been there you know oh yeah of course uh well think about this product it's really uh in the category of a conditioner mm -hmm. it's not considered a harsh chemical like relaxers or the keratin protein or the um you know they have the, a thio relaxer too you know rust has one or something like that right. it's very drying and you know those break they change the uh bonds in the hair shaft they alter them this mm -hmm. product does not do that. It does not change the bonds in the hair shaft. So the hair stays the same, but it melts into the hair and it tames it. That's why they call mm -hmm. it Botox. It's a play of words. You right, know, when you right. get Botox, it lasts for like six months and you got to go get it again because the muscles start moving again. And next thing you know, you're back to priming and stuff. Well, the right. character Botox is <laughs> just like that. It goes on the hair and it tames it. And the thing about it, it loves heat. Mm-hmm. And we use a lot of heat on hair. So when you're putting that heat on it, it loves it. It absorbs it and it goes into the hair and it coats it. And I tell you, I had a girl come in today. She bought two bottles of keratin Botox for her stylist in the salon, as well as one for herself. And I got a video. Tell me what's going on, why you like it so much. And her thing was, it stays straight. But when you wash it, you have your natural texture, but it's softer. Right. And when you press it out... Yes, it kind of softens it. And okay. if you understand how to work it, you can even get it to where you start having loose curls and stuff, but the hair is still mm -hmm. healthy. And mm -hmm. it's not like uh, uh, damage from thermal uh, irons. You know, thermal irons, you can do it so much, break right. the lines and it'll be lean. It's not like that. It's still healthy and it's strong. And you see the length. You, you wear it for three months and you see an inch and a half of hair. And right. so you, immediately your hair is growing and it feels good and it's healthy and got body and this. If the weight is there, I tell you, I, I mean, God sent it to me. Okay. And I played with it. And okay. then it's simple because you shampoo the hair twice, put the product on the hair all the way through, put a plastic bag on the head, sit around for like 25, 30 minutes. If you want to, you can go and dry it for 25, 30 minutes. 
Come back, rinse it out really good, put in the, a hair repair mask, let it set for like 10, 15 minutes, rinse it out, and just start blow drying and styling your hair. And then start flat ironing. And when the heat hits okay. it. So we're looking at your hair is absolutely beautiful right oh, now. Is this a perm or is this the, the Botox keratin? Or? I have the keratin Botox. I was okay. a perm for, for 30 some years. Right. Uh, well, since I was 13. And the mm -hmm. last year and a half, I've been wearing the keratin Botox. Okay. And when I press out my hair, it stays straight. It doesn't revert back and it has weight to it. Normally with a, a relaxer, it starts drying out on the ends and I have to put, you know, moisture and then I have to wash it more often. I haven't washed my hair in uh, since last Monday. So it's been a, a week and a half since okay. I washed my hair. And I still have weight. I still have body through it. You know, it still feels good. Uh, I mean, I, I wrap it at night and get up and just calm it down. I haven't put heat in it since, since I washed it. I haven't put any heat in it. And so you, uh, just, you just you washed it and you just put the heat in that once to to straighten it out. I blew it out and look. I flat ironed it and I haven't touched it with heat since. Wow. Okay. Now let me ask you a question because I know there uh, this show airs worldwide and I know there are some ladies out there who are living in zones that are very humid and uh, one of those zones I would go to Houston and the minute that I would step off of the plane and out into the air poof, you know the air got really really big so for people who are living in more humid it's perfect zones, for them tropical zones does it stay straight with that humidity? it does I'm, I mean my hair stays straight I go on a yacht hang out and you know and I see other people putting their hair in ponytails because it's starting to swell. Mine mm -hmm. is still straight. Think about it, it seals the cuticle. If the cuticle is sealed, moisture can't get in there to cause the hair to revert back. When you when I go to shampoo my hair and I have to rinse, I have to rinse it for a good while for it to finally start opening up to let the shampoo get on. As a matter of fact, it still stays straight until I put the shampoo on it. Then when I put okay. the shampoo on and stuff, then all of a sudden it starts coming back, you know, okay. but it stays straight. And and the thing about it, if you hit it with the heat and it loves heat, uh, it's just wonderful. Now, you don't want to go too high of heat because, you know, too high can burn anything. Right. But right. It, it really protects the hair shaft. It's a, it's a phenomenal product. Okay. Uh, I've had ladies come in with damaged hair from relaxers and colors and stuff, and, and uh, it just brings it right back first time. And when they come back, the hair has grown. Uh, on color treated hair that's damaged, you can put it on like a conditioner. You don't have to like blow it out and flat iron it if you want to. You can put it on there just for conditioning purposes, just to work like a filler or just to help the hair. But uh, like people who have short hair, they want to texturize their hair and stuff like that. They wear natural and stuff. I say put it on your hair and then kind of blow it out and then uh, uh, wash it again after that and see how soft the curls get. If you hit it with some more heat and then go back and wash it, it's going to be softer and curlier anyway. So there's many ways that you can use this product. Uh, here it is right here. Beautiful. Nice packaging and everything. Thank you. And then there's a shampoo. Uh-huh. A conditioner. Okay. And then the repair mask is the best thing ever. This is the okay. thing that, you know, and all the products are organic. Uh, so you have four products there. I have four products here. That's the kit for okay. the Keratin Botox. Rosie. So, 
Algin, a, a couple of questions while while doctor is is taking care of Rosie. <laughs> uh, so so that, that's your brand or or it's it's, it's my brand. brand. It's oh, okay, great. So thank you it's for that. Elgin Charles Beverly Hill. Uh, all right, all right. <laughs> well, you, it's funny because I'm I'm listening to you and doctors asking these questions. I just came from Dubai and we had we were actually at the Middle East Expo, uh, like the Beauty Expo, and they had a whole they had a whole section which was all about hair beauty and they were artists from all over the world that are, they were doing demos and things and they did all kind of work there that was that was awesome yeah and, i wish i had been there <laughs> oh i'm they, they they have them every year so next year maybe that will be a they, trust me they'll love to have you there and they they have them people from brazil they have all the different you know new stuff by the mm -hmm. way I, i did i did see the, the the botox you know that you mentioned you know the keratin yeah botox. so they They're promoting it. Obviously, it's it's a newer thing, so people are getting you know excited it's a new about thing it. Thing that's out. It's a new it's a new thing, and uh, uh, it's a it's a uh, it's a it's a product, a chemical conditioner that is made. And uh, I was like a little leery about putting the keratin Botox on the package, but that's what it is. You know, you have the keratin treatment, which has formaldehyde and all that stuff in it, which was horrible. People were getting sick from breathing it, and it was just all ethnic hair. It would make it too straight, and hair just straight just like that on the regrowth, you see. And then this product came, and this product here is organic. It doesn't have those harsh chemicals in it, and it does something to the hair. So you, it gives the professional um, a way to work it, to tame it the way they want to without over-processing the hair. And uh, and so yeah, it has hit the market, and uh, uh, but I'm bringing it out um, to the ethnic community as well because mm -hmm. I don't know if they're using it on ethnic because they can use it on any kind of hair, any wavy hair, any kind. It works on any kind of hair, but for a silk press, it's the bomb. And I don't know any other companies out here in America that is uh, uh, promoting that line or came out with that line, but I'm sure they're going to catch on. But I caught on, it came to me, and I'm selling it like crazy to people because it is really a great product, and it works. I, I tell you, it, it, it sold me, and, uh, uh, and I got it on my head. So you know I got to be comfortable to put it on my head <laughs> because I don't want to, you know, I, I'm holding on to my You know what I mean? I hold it you on have to a beautiful full head of hair. How does that happen? Because you know you're you're not an old guy, but you're not a spring chicken either. But I mean, <laughs> not a spring chicken. <laughs> yeah, I mean you're not a 20 year old, and you have got a head a lot of 20 year olds would be jealous of. So how right. does that? Jealous. Okay. <laughs> jealous. <laughs> Uh, I Listen, think I got meditating. short hair. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, you keep it short. I bet you when you were young, it was beautiful, huh? Oh, yeah, yeah, it was, I, I had a curly. I, I'm from North Africa, Africa, so it's pretty curly as it gets. <laughs> yeah, okay. <laughs> my son is all curlyed up, so. <laughs> yeah, my son got beautiful hair in here, too. I, you know, hey, you just have to watch them until they get about 26. And then you know if they're going to start losing their hair or not. Around 26, 27, that's when a man starts having problems if you're going to have problems with it. But I would say that uh, while you're young, use the proper shampoos and conditioner. Don't wear a whole lot of hats on your head. You know, shampoo it. A lot of times men want to take the soap and just put it on their head and body and the whole bit. Like, you know, you can't do that. Uh, I think I was fortunate because... I started relaxing my hair young and I, and I had this thing for hair since I was, I was born with this passion for hair. 
So I was always using stuff on my hair, shampooing it, conditioning it, and I came from the day of Superfly. So we had rollers in our hair. <laughs> we had a, <laughs> my daddy come in the room like, oh my God. <laughs> he didn't know what to do with me. <laughs> but anyway, uh, um, the keratin Botox is a must. And all these women out there are doing these uh, silk presses and, and everything. The thing about it is that you can still silk press your hair, but then wash it and wear it natural too. Okay. And so you're not, you have the best of uh, both worlds. Uh, it's different though, because the roots can come back on you, you know mm -hmm. what I mean? Faster, because this part gets more of the character Botox. The regrowth is fresh. So right. uh, when it grows out, that Regrowth may try to revert back some and then the roots. Okay. So you may have a little cushion, but the rest of it is straight. I'm just trying to, you know, give you all the pros and cons to it. But I love it. People are coming to me to buy it. And my formulation, I don't know about the other ones, is the bomb. This thing here, they, they hooked me up. Okay. Go ahead, Eric. No, no, before, before, I just, I just one thing. You mentioned something about you washed you know, about a week and a half. I, I, I'm curious because some people wash three times a day, once a day. I mean, is that frequency really bad for us? Because, you know, it sounds like you don't have to do it that often to keep your hair really healthy. Are we damaging our hair really by frequent, you know, washes? My answer would be this. If you have Caucasian hair, you're going to have to shampoo it more often because that hair gets soiled very fast. After two or three days and they had natural sebum and all this stuff, it can start getting greasy. So you need to shampoo your hair more often, uh, especially fine hair has a tendency to do that. But if you have coarse hair and it's thicker and stuff like that, and it's curly hair, less shampooing would be better because shampoo can be a little dry. And with our type of hair, we're trying to keep moisture in it. So uh, we will sometimes, in our natural state, rinse it out and add more conditioner as opposed to shampooing and conditioner. You see what mm -hmm. I'm saying? But if you shampoo and condition your hair, it shouldn't harm it because the uh, shampoo should be a moisturizing shampoo, which is adding moisture to the hair. And then you come back with a conditioner on top of it, which is a moisturizing conditioner. It's okay. So you, some people are, uh, you know, they call it AC, AC, you know, they fanatical about AC. stuff. Yeah. Huh? Yeah, what you say? <laughs> yeah, that's it. <laughs> I'm about to put acid on them or something. <laughs> but uh, uh, and they have to clean themselves. They have to wash their hair because they feel like it's dirty. And if they have that kind of thing, yeah, go ahead and shampoo and, and get dishing it. But I don't think it's damaging it. But if your hair is starting to feel dry and it's uh, and everything, then less shampooing would be better. I recommend once a week. Um, if you can go, to, I have the girls on a two week program where they go two weeks and it's not bad. Mm -hmm. And, uh, but if you start getting into three or four weeks, then, uh, you know, you might, might start getting a little bit of an odor, you know, uh, you know, you start getting a scent or something like that. So I would recommend, uh, uh, at least a dry shampoo or something like that, you know, just to keep it healthy and, you know, and when you're dealing with like braids and dreads and stuff like that, you can't really wash your hair so often. So you clean it with different types of uh, 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 like sea breeze, or you can put different types of oils in there and stuff. You can rinse it out and put back into it and stuff just to keep the scalp clean and stuff. And uh, uh, so there's different ways to maintain the hair de depending on what type of texture you have 
and the type of style you have. Now, if you have weaves, a full weave, um, you can still wash your hair in between, but that hair is going to be underneath there for about two or three months before you redo it. So I would say that uh, every three weeks to a month, you should wash it. Some wash it every week, some every two weeks, depending on what they do. But the main thing is to make sure that the braids underneath dry. Mm. You don't want to wet them before they dry because now you got you can get waterlogged. You can start getting that, you know, ooh, you know, you can smell, you know, something in it. So you want to make sure the braids underneath dry so that you don't get that kind of smell. And mm -hmm. uh, and also the hair doesn't get cut up with a whole lot of conditions and stuff in it. Right. Right. Now let's talk about moisture. Um, a lot of people with our hair they equated uh, the hair being moist with being oily. And again, that goes back to the, the heavy greases that were put on. And I wanted to kind of talk about the fact that moisture and oiliness are not the same thing. They're not compatible either. <laughs> right, exactly. <laughs> they fight against each other. It's like, ah. Right. Uh, well, you know, like I said, uh, okay, I can relate. Because mm -hmm. back in the day, like I said, I'm from the Superfly era. Right, uh, right. We used to, I used to use a lot of oil. I used to have some shiny curls. They were mm -hmm. pretty and shiny, but they were heavy and greasy. And I used to get all down in my face and get blackheads. So that oil going to come into your skin. It's going to yeah. come down. When we wore right. the Jerry Curl, that was an example of a whole lot of glycerin products in your hair to keep that curl together and stuff. Right. You know. Because it wouldn't work other than that, because it would just be dry and ugly and it was horrible. And sometimes it would take almost a month to get the oil back in it. So you didn't wash mm -hmm. your hair sometimes for a month with the Jerry Curl because you're trying to keep that oil in it. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, what's the question? <laughs> <laughs> I actually got I got lost in the weeds on that one too. No, <laughs> the question the question was about uh, moisture, the difference between hair being yeah. moisturized and being Oiled. I mean, you, okay, you back on your product having a lot of, of moisture in it and the importance of putting that moisture back into the hair. So let's talk. About I say that. oil in the scalp for some women really makes a difference. Okay. Mm -hmm. But it should be an essential oil, a light oil that penetrates into the skin, just like putting on lotion or some type of oil on your skin and it soaks in and stuff like that. And uh, when it comes to skin uh, and the scalp, it's, it's, it's almost per person, because there's uh, eczema, there's uh, all types of different kinds of things that the skin can get from immune system or from, you know, inherited from family genes and stuff like that. And, mm -hmm. uh, and some surfactants irritate that. Mm -hmm. So mm -hmm. oils really work for soothing that scalp and not so much itchiness on the scalp. So, you know, I don't like to deal with a lot of oil, but my clients sometimes like, look, I need you to put some oil in my scalp before you braid it up for this weave. And I'm like, okay, and I'll do it, you know, and all that stuff. Some people, that's part of the process. And, but mm -hmm. if you're doing a weave and you're braiding it up, it's going to soak it up. It's not going to be heavy and just be too much. It's not going to be overbearing. Uh, mm -hmm. So... I don't have a problem with it, especially serums that go in the hair on topical and stuff like that, just to keep it kind of moist and stuff. And also it sells products, you know, <laughs> but it, uh, 
Uh, Let's switch gears uh, here for a second, uh, because, you know, it's been it's been in the news over the past year. There was the slap heard around the world when Will Smith came up with the slap because of the what? Alopecia areata. Let's talk alopecia. Alopecia is a very serious thing. Um, Mm -hmm. It's detrimental to men and women, but men go through it way more than uh, 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 women. But there are a lot of women who have gotten it from, you know, weaves and stuff. They call it traction alopecia, where mm-hmm. you braid the hair so much and so tight. Because back in the day, the tighter, the better it lasts, the longer. And then we used to take it and sew them together at the top, trying to get a closure, kind of that, and that tightness. And some people are not tender-headed. So they're like, well, no, it don't hurt. And I'm mm-hmm. like, it don't hurt. Okay, I saw it some more. And I, I've, I've seen... My actions of tightening that weave sometimes cause a scar tissue in the hair where it just starts thinning and sometimes it dries up and dies. The papilla just dies. And without that blood flow and stimulation, there's no hair growth. Mm-hmm. So, uh, um, so yeah, I, I, I think that uh, we should be gentle with our hair. We shouldn't overdo it. We should be mindful. Uh, we should have a system that works for us. Just like you have a daily care with your skin, your face and stuff with the hair, the same thing. And uh, uh, and I think if you if it works for you, it's okay. Mm-hmm. But less is best. And with, and with uh, natural hair, I find that if I just do only moisture, it's not enough. Mm-hmm. So I need to do more. So a lot of times I leave the conditioner in the hair. I don't rinse it out. That's the first thing. Because then it's soaked up. When you got it in the bowl and you got all that conditioner in there, it feels a certain weight and stuff and stuff. It feels good. So as long as you don't have a whole lot on the scalp and the hair is doing good, just leave it in there. And that's working. That's like your leave-in conditioner. Then you can come back on top of that and put some serums in it, some kind of oil in it and stuff like that because all the soak up with that. And then you can start twisting it and stuff. And that when you bring out your uh, braids and stuff, you have a nice curl pattern that's not uh, dry and frizzy, you know? So mm-hmm. moisture and uh, moisture and putting the uh, oil on top of it, um, mainly when it's dry, it works because when it's wet, it kind of fights itself. But mm-hmm. once it's but if you put them under a dryer and you set it with uh, 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 some oil and some uh, setting lotion, then you can get a soft set. Because if you don't put any oil on natural hair, it's going to be hard and dry. And then the right. next day, it's going to be even worse. So right. oils is important, especially for that. And also short wraps. You know, sometimes you want to put some moisture, uh, some, some kind of oil-based product on there to keep it soft and keep the edges down and stuff like that. So these are all topical. Mm-hmm. They're not just going on the scalp. And they're serums and they're lighter, you know? Right. Like oil sheens and uh, uh, serums, uh, edge control, uh, uh, stuff like that. Have little oil in. Those I like and I'm all right with. And then the nice thing, oil in your scalp, if you're getting a weave or if you have a braise or stuff like that, that's cool too. But mm-hmm. you don't want to do that if you're wearing your natural hair because it's going to be too heavy and you don't have a greasy mess on top of your head. Mm-hmm. And I, I want to kick in for all, all of the sisters out there who are wearing the, the locks. Um, mm-hmm. 
that is the one exception on the leave-in conditioners. You definitely want to put a nice oil on the hair, but the leave-in conditioners actually enter into the lock. And once they get into that lock, anything that that lock absorbs, it literally locks in. So mm. if you put a lot of leave-in conditioner in, it starts to build up inside of the lock and then you're going to get drying and, and breakage. So that is the one caveat on natural hair uh, is that if you are locked, you don't want to leave the conditioner in, but you definitely want to make yeah. sure that you get the, those oils protecting those locks because otherwise, you know, aside from just looking ashy, um, <laughs> the lock also will get dry and a damaged oh, lock yeah. is to break. Well, it starts off looking dry. You're trying to make mm -hmm. it look shiny and beautiful by, you know, doing that stuff and put the oil right. and stuff like that. So right. you have to find, you, you know, it's all good in mm -hmm. the neighborhood. You have to work it all together. Because I have products with, oh, I had a product called Postress. Posh meaning right. luxurious, stress meaning, you know, hair, Postress. Mm -hmm. And it was like, they, they were able to put an oil, a water-based oil product. That was hard. They wouldn't make it anymore. They said it was too difficult to make. <laughs> Yeah, I was gonna say now, how did how did that work? <laughs> it was like uh, almost looked like uh, it was a white creamy substance, uh -huh. and uh, and when you put it on, it's like kind of moisturized, but yet you put it in hair, and it just the oil comes through it, and people come and want it a lot. Mm -hmm. But I had a problem with it passing inspection because that kind of thing was a problem with uh, uh, I guess uh, it was like a, a, a breeding ground for bacteria. Trying to mix the two. Uh, okay. So one batch they made, they had to discard it and then make another one to pass and stuff like that. It was a very difficult product to make. Um, but, um, you know, the clients loved it. They loved it. And sometimes when you sit on the shelves too long, you can see some of the water come up on top of it. This is like years of sitting on the shelf. On the shelf. So, uh, well, here's, you know, here's just, a management question for products, um, you know, that just kind of raised in my my head. Is it better for our hair care products, oils aside, but like our conditioner and our shampoo, is it better to keep those in the refrigerator? <laughs> you got me. <laughs> okay. I mean, it's just a thought yeah, that kind of came to my mind. It'd be too cold. We're going to be like trying to shake it out of the bottle. I, I'm not no girl. <laughs> if it's organic, mm -hmm. like really organic, like, you know, like, you know, homopathic ways remember it got big too where everybody was taking you know right. some celery and some you know and they mixing it together and all that stuff with oil and put it on the head that i would put in the refrigerator because it can spoil uh -huh. but uh regular conditioner and stuff like that they don't spoil because they have okay. you know they make them a certain kind of ways so that have that stuff yeah. <laughs> that's a good question all right. Oops. Yeah, I just it just kind of popped in there as you were talking about the bacteria in the product. I was like, huh, well, you know, putting in the refrigerator would keep the bacteria down. So I wonder if I should be putting my shampoo and conditioner in the refrigerator. <laughs> you know what? Huh? Go ahead. No, I was going to say that's actually I, I will ask. I, I know someone who actually uh, works in the industry. They, they manufacture, you know, products, you know, uh, uh -huh. for hair and stuff. Um, and they're in the chemical work, so, you know, like they do the chemistry of all these things and uh, and the formulation. I'm going to ask, because that's a that's a great question about whether, you know, if you put it in, I mean, maybe someone tried it. I don't know. <laughs> that, that's a I mean, great question. you can if you want to, you know. Um, but I like if it's organic and doesn't have, mm -hmm. any, you know, made like professional for the shelf and stuff like that. You just put in natural ingredients there and you mix them together to put on your head, like a conditioning treatment. 
right. they came up with this one thing where they would take a rice, put it in a bottle, and they let it spoil and, and stuff. And ice water. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, that. And all that, throw the head, all that stuff, steak and all that stuff. I couldn't do it. But for some people, it worked. It and they, worked? they had growth. They were like, ooh, okay. I got love liquor. So... I, I'm, I'm about, was it really the rice water, or was it just that they were taking better care of the hair? No, nah, it's per minute. Did something to the hair, you know. Okay. I mean, you wouldn't go through all of that for no reason, you know. Uh, but uh, it's amazing with hair, and uh, mm -hmm. I've seen over the years people come out with all different kinds of things to uh, um, cause hair to grow. Mm -hmm. uh, Taking biotin and supplements and stuff like that supposed to help all these different things and stuff like that. I say, yo, go ahead and try. You know, it might work. I mean, you know, do you whatever you can internally to help the outside as well. Especially if you know you have brittle nails, then you know your hair gonna be pretty much brittle too. So if you have an unbalance and you need a supplement, go ahead and do it. It can't mm -hmm. hurt because supplements, you know, if you do too much of it, it just comes out in your urine. You know, mm -hmm. you just, you know. So it's okay. Um, now, so I would say, though, that a, a lot of people with the supplements, when we start talking about hair um, and, and scalp and skin health, uh, they turn towards the supplements like, uh, like vitamin E. Mm -hmm. um, a, D, E, and K are all fat-soluble vitamins. All the rest are water-soluble vitamins. And what that means is if you take them and you take too much, you're going to pee them out. But A, D, E, and K are not eliminated from the body that way, and they can build up in the fat cells. So if you, you take are, it digested, ingested, yeah, right? yeah. So if you're supplementing to improve your hair health and you're taking A, D, E, and K, then you have to be mindful of how much of it you are taking because more is not always better in that case. I didn't know you took those for hair. Mm hmm. You know, yeah, the, the, the vitamin E is good for hair, skin. No, and he is. Yeah, I remember that. But the doctor just spoke. Y'all heard that from the doctor. <laughs> it's a, above my pay grade. <laughs> yeah, you do no, have to that. be careful with that. Yeah, they do have yeah, to be careful with that. Because, you know, you've, got the, you've got the more, the more is better crowd with everything. And it's like, okay, well, if I can yeah. take one capsule of vitamin E and it's going to give me, you know, beautiful nails, then if I take the whole bottle of, of vitamin E, then, you know, I should have, I should be fabulous. Mm -hmm. And uh, no, you know, you're right. Too much is too much. <laughs> so what you're saying, what you were saying is that, I said you can urinate, they just urinate out, but the certain ones will not just urinate out because they're fatty. So yeah, be cautious of that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Mm -hmm. So is biotin, uh, what is biotin? Uh, is it a mixture of uh, A and E and D or is it biotin? A, a, a... Biotin is actually an, an, um, an essential nutrient all by its, itself. Oh, I thought so. So it is, it is not a, a mixture of. And what about uh, taking collagen? Pill. Some, now, I mean, these are people that come with me and say they're doing these things. I'm like, oh, yeah, go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Collagen is an interesting uh, thing. Our body needs collagen to keep our, our skin youthful and, uh, you know, our, our hair needs it for the body and everything. But actually, in terms of ingesting collagen, you know, people are taking the collagen capsules and all the mm. body, the, the, the body, the gastric acids break it 
down. So yeah. anything that we put in in terms of collagen, very little of it is actually going to, you know, to go That's in right. and do anything of significance. Applying collagen on the surface layer is also tricky because the collagen is actually a fairly large molecule, so it doesn't absorb so well. So is it useful? It can be, but is it as useful as people think it is? You know, most of what you're buying, your body isn't able to to really utilize and, you know, putting it on the surface, the body doesn't absorb it as well as people would like to think. So it's not making the kind of difference that that people would like to think that. Right, we do that. I've used it as a, uh, in my products, you know, mm-hmm. we, used to, yeah. we use hydrolyzed, uh, cartonized right. collagen protein, you know, this, this whole right. thing. And that's, and that's important. That's important, yes. the hydrolyzed I, part, because that means that it's been broken down so that uh, the particles absorbs. are smaller and they can be better absorbed. And, you know, they're, they're uh, attached to, uh, you know, water molecules and such, mm-hmm. so that they they can uh, absorb in more readily. I love talking to you. I love this technical <laughs> stuff. When I went to beauty school, and I started learning all this stuff. My dad uh, was a biochemist, and uh-huh. I tried to follow in his footsteps, but mm-hmm. you know, I couldn't deal with all that blood and stuff, so I became a hairdresser. <laughs> 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 I ain't gonna do that microneedling and all that stuff. I don't want to see no blood. But, uh, now, okay, but you but you're dealing in the hair and scalp, and I know that people get things. The uh, you know they get ringworm, and because uh, my daughter got that ringworm, and she got those big open pussy oozing wrinkles yeah. in her her hair. So I know y'all deal with some stuff. Okay, I don't deal with that. I send them to you. I said, oh, uh, you need to go to you need to go to a doctor. <laughs> well, you did the right thing. That's what it's supposed to be. <laughs> I, look, I'm already wearing gloves because of COVID. Okay. I'm mad. I'm like, you know, but like lice, I deal with lice because, mm-hmm. you know, you, just, you put the red on and you know that, but, you know. Right. I don't deal with it in the salon. I try to, you know, it's just like you don't want that in your salon. No. And sometimes hair comes, extension hair, you know, that come from India and stuff like that. You have to look through all that stuff to make sure mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. that, uh, you know, it's all about how they clean stuff. It's, you know, right, it's, right. It's amazing how uh, things that can harm you can get into into what you use to try to make you feel better. That's good for you, right? You know, right. Yeah. So, absolutely. And I mean, you know, that's actually I hadn't really thought about that, but that makes sense. I mean, it's not like you know, if people are thinking, oh, well, you know, they're sending the packages of hair from India and they've got lice running through them. No, that's not what's happening. Mm-hmm. The hair strands themselves have the little eggs from the lice, the little knits. So I I mean, I had never thought about the fact that- That's they, why you have to have a company that has a certificate yeah. and they go through an inspection on everything yeah. that they come and all this stuff to make sure that you don't know, have that problem. You know? yeah. but, but you know, like in India, there's a, the, the, the uh, lifestyle range from up here, all the way down here. And everybody's right. at the temple trying to make a dollar, you know, right. so you gotta be careful. I've been through a whole lot of uh, different you know, situations dealing with vendors and all that stuff over the years, you know, it, it, it's not that easy. It sounds easy, right. but right. It, it's always, uh, uh, you gotta be careful because you, I've been through some hard stories just did, dealing with people and I have to throw the whole thing away because it's just, they bait a switch, send you some mm-hmm. good stuff and then they send you some, <laughs> you spend a whole lot of money. It's right. like, well, this is not what I ordered. I tell you, you know, you just got to be savvy in this industry because 
is is not for uh, weak people. You have to be strong and understand the business. And it's constantly changing. It's evolving. Right. right. So you have to stay on top of the game. But mm-hmm. I, I, it's the, I love it. I love it. I love it so much. Now let's 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 be a little bit messy and kiss and tell. Um, you deal with a lot of celebrities. And right yes. now, trending in the news is Miss Cassie. Have you ever done the hair for Cassie? She came to my salon. Okay. I have a stylist that worked for me who did her hair. Uh-huh. I sold her hair. Okay. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> but uh, uh, Maisha, I say it, Maisha, she's a sweetie pie, does uh-huh. her uh, did her hair uh, for many years. I don't know if she's doing it now because you know they have, but I'm sure they have a relationship somewhat. Okay. Um, so yeah, uh, that whole thing with Diddy and her and, uh, uh, um, what came out and then the settlement and all that stuff, you know, you hear rumors in Hollywood all the time. You can't pick up your phone and look at your uh, social media without somebody coming out against puppy or right. Diddy. Now I think it's love now. Uh, but I met Diddy in 1996 when Jackie and I was on our honeymoon in St. Uh-huh. Bart's. And he came in, uh, uh, and we were on the yacht with Denzel, uh, Pauletta, it was Norm Nixon and Debbie Allen, and they were doing their cruise and stuff, and we were there on our honeymoon, and we hung out, and that's when I first met uh, Diddy, Puff Daddy at the time. He was a young kid. He had to be, like, early 20s. Okay. And uh, uh, he was playing boy, and he was talking about how he's going to make his money, and that he's already this, that, and the other, and stuff like that. So, uh, and I looked at him and I said, okay, he's cool. I met his mom one time in New York when we used to hang out and stuff. And uh, uh, I know he was a hard worker and he really learned the business. And then I found out that Clive Davis is the one that mentored him. Okay. uh, uh, I didn't know that. Yeah, he kind of taught him, you know, about the whole industry is, you know, how to get the publisher rights, all these different things and stuff. Uh, He learned a lot from him. So I don't know uh, too much, but I was hanging out with Diddy at Clarence Avon's uh, Celebration of Life with Jackie Mm -hmm. Avon and them. They did a whole thing and I saw him there. And uh, uh, he was very clear eyed, Mm -hmm. very sober. And he was all about the Lord. He was talking, you know, so he's been working on his inner self. That's what I got from it. That right, he's been working right. on himself. Maybe uh-huh. everything that he did when he was young and everything, he's growing, he's changing, and he's trying to, you know, do right because he wants to live. And I know he loves God, but mm-hmm. sometimes when you're young and you you're hungry and stuff, you 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 could be a little, you know, hard because it's a hard world we live in. Right. And, uh, and uh, and to be a billionaire, there's going to be some hard decisions, some strong whatever that you're going to have to do. You can't be weak to make that kind of money. Mm-hmm. So I'm praying for the brother, and I love the brother, and I, I hope that uh, uh, I'm just praying that the world don't tear him down like they try to do all a lot of uh, our people that are successful. Uh, right. But what you do in darkness will soon come to light, and I just let it roll like it rolls. I don't judge. I just try to pray and try to hold up. And uh, uh, and uh, uh, with Cassie, I think she should be happy now because I think she probably was due what she got, being that she was there since she was 19, and mm-hmm. she had to live with a man that was uh, uh, open in his mm-hmm. uh, 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 ways. 
and uh, and she endured, and I'm sure right. it wasn't easy. So right. uh, I applaud her for hanging in there. I know Puppy Diddy loves her. He even said it one time on the talk on the uh, award show mm-hmm. uh, where he was, uh, you know, because he's grown. He's mm-hmm. been under. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's been talking to TD Jakes. Uh, you know, you know, we love God, but uh, right. uh, we can right. love God and still get into this world and do worldly things. So, but I mean, you, you know, know, a lot of people do things in their younger days that they have to grow out of. They, you know, they learn. I mean, because there were a lot of folks that were a little rough around the edges when they were were younger. You yeah. know, they've grown into themselves and they've changed. You can't be in. You can't be soft in hip hop. Right. Absolutely. It's all about being hard. You know, right here, my son is all over here. I like boy, relax. Mm-hmm. You know, and we all grow up. We all yeah, grow we up. grow up. He's fifty in his fifties now. So, and he got kids, and you know, when you start having kids and kids start growing up, they hold you accountable. So the right. things you used to do, you don't do anymore because you don't want your kids to follow your footsteps. So you change, right. you, you know. And he has some beautiful kids. So he's a father too. And mm-hmm. uh, uh, and one thing about you know me myself too, uh, just being a man who. Uh, has grown up in a world that I have a lot of interests. Mm-hmm. You know, I'm a hairstyle. I'm a black man, hairstyles that already, you know, have certain uh, uh, judgments or uh, right. uh, things that are on it. And then mm-hmm. uh, just, you know, just wanting to get it all and be successful and all that other stuff. And uh, uh, so I, I know me better than anybody. That's why I wrote my book. By the way, I memoir about your job. <laughs> anyway, that's hold, where I hold the book up. Show us the cover. <laughs> I put all my stuff in this Fabulous. book. Thank you. I put all my um, secrets, all everything in this book. It's a tell-all about myself, so that mm-hmm. no one can come and try to, you know, hold it over my head or okay. try to uh, 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 tell the story for me. I told it. Okay. It is what it is. And I, 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 I'm saved by grace, not by works. I love the Lord. And he has blessed me and gave me favor. And he has utilized me in this industry and put me at the top that I haven't seen other people in my position. Mm-hmm. And I have opened doors for many of uh, people of color to come in and enjoy Beverly Hills. And I, all the African-American people can come and come into Beverly Hills and get their hair done and feel comfortable and, it's, and, and, and enjoy the environment because it's a different smell in the air in Beverly Hills. You know, mm-hmm. it's just a, a freshness. It's a, it's a, it, I love it. Every day I go to work, it's like palm trees. It's like, you know, Rodeo Drive. It's a glisten the glamour. I love it. It's a blessing to be able to work in Beverly Hills like I have for all these years. So I don't take it lightly. And I, I, and I appreciate God for giving me the opportunity because they could have said no. When it came to me leasing the property, they could have right. said no. But now, are you in the same location? Because I believe you moved from where I was first. Seen. I'm back in that same location. Are you you really? know, God will restore everything. You know okay. what I mean? Okay. Uh, they sold the building uh-huh. and got a new owner. Mm-hmm. And he came in and he wanted me to move upstairs. And it was it was a it was a it was a lot. So I tried to appease him because he has control. He's you know, it's his building. I'm leasing, and my lease is going to be up in a couple of years. So we're trying to, you know, work that out. So I ended up moving upstairs for a while. I hated it. It was the word mm-hmm. I could stand it. Um, so I eventually left, 
And then uh, uh, and uh, the place that I was downstairs where I wanted to stay, that's what the spirit had put in my heart to mm-hmm. stay right here. Uh, four years later came and it came back available. Meanwhile, I had opened a place on Charlieville and then I went to Rodeo Drive uh, and uh, opened up a salon right when COVID hit. Right. And I was there trying to partner with the, uh, another lady. And then that spot opened back up. And that's where I always felt like I need to be. So I went back over there and they said, oh, you ready to come back home? <laughs> I'm like, yeah, we can work a deal. You know, right. and at right. that time, see, when God put me there, he didn't put me there. Even though he's the owner, God put me there because I was the light on that block. And when right. I left, it was dark. It did not. It was nobody was written places in the building. It was empty, lease signs, all that. As soon as I came back, it's not a spot available. The whole no. building is prospering there today because I walked around that place seven times like the walls of Jericho when I was a young okay. man, believing God to get the place. It's not like I got it, you know, just by giving it to me. No, I prayed. I prayed hard. I disciplined myself. I did everything I was supposed to do as a young man to get to a point where now I could kind of relax and try to enjoy some of the fruits of my labor. You know, right. I want to get out of hand, but, uh, you know, but as a young man, these things I did in order to have a firm foundation. So when I left, I left because I had prophets coming to me telling me, tell me the guy wasn't going to go open up a beauty school. And I'm uh-huh. like, well, part of my vision is that I'm supposed to have a salon and a beauty school. I'm not supposed to give up okay. a salon just for the beauty school. That's the way I'm thinking because we're building. So I acquiesced or whatever, and I tried to go with it. And then uh, it didn't work. So now I'm dealing with all that as far as uh, uh, word of God that comes to you and you believe in them. You know, it, uh, you know. Sometimes they can prophesy or they can prophesy. I don't know. You know, okay. you know, you have to test the spirits and all that stuff. So I still marvel at that whole decision because it came, two prophets came and said the same thing. And uh, and I was trying, and it just clogged my mind. I'm like, well, maybe I'm supposed to leave. I don't like it up here anyway. So I left. And so now I'm back downstairs. And so now you're understand. back. And yeah. do, you have, do you have a beauty school? No. Okay. No, that's part of my goal. I've been working, been working on beauty school for a while. And okay. I'm close. I'm close. Uh, but uh, I haven't done it yet. You know, okay. it's, 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 it's right there by faith. Uh, and because uh, I've, I've done a lot of studying on it and different things like that. It's a catch-22, just like getting in the union. You know what I mean? <laughs> you, you can't get accredited until you've been there for so many years, so many hours and stuff. And then you can get accreditation from the government to where people can get uh, tuition loans to come. Other than that, they have to come out of their pocket. And most right. people going to beauty school ain't got money out of their pocket. They need to have, you know, uh, loans or uh, student loans and stuff like that. Right. Or you can buy an existing uh, a beauty school who already has the mark, and then you can do right. it that way. So it's back and forth trying to figure things out. Let's talk a little bit about beauty schools, because, I mean, you know, a lot of people are just kind of under the misconception that you just wake up one day and decide, oh, I'm going to do hair. And you open up a shop and, you know, just because you're able to whip your hair uh, and make it look good, then that's all that's needed. But, you know, we've talked about there are hair issues and scalp issues that you as a, a hair stylist have to uh, understand. Address. And know. 
Mm-hmm. So, you know, let's let's talk about what, what beauty well, school beauty is. school, see, when I went to beauty school, it's different than today. It's mm-hmm. very comprehensive. It was like we studied every muscle, every skeletal uh, bone. We uh, learned all chemicals. We did a lot. But there's been a challenge against the uh, education of, of uh, beauty schools. Really? Because yeah, it has. Uh, because they feel that they should be able to just, you know, if you know how to do it. Like you don't have to be licensed anymore. They trying to was trying right. to take away the licensing of a cosmetologist. I wouldn't go to a cosmetologist that is not licensed. Mm-hmm. Now I know in London you can do hair without a license. You can just open up a shop and do it. I, I don't know if they changed that, but back in the okay. day I re- recall that that they were able to do that. But I believe that beauty school is very important because you're going to learn more. You're going to learn the theory behind it. Mm-hmm. You can be an artist all you want to, but if you don't understand theory and you don't understand the composition of hair and what makes it uh, work and not work and how to keep the scalp healthy and the different things to uh, uh, fight against bacteria or even alopecia uh, mm-hmm. through many things that women go through, then mm-hmm. you're not going to be at the top of your game. Education right. is key. So, right. uh, and the, plus cosmetology covers everything, not only hair, it covers nails, it covers facials, it covers uh, everything is under cosmetology pretty much. So mm-hmm. it is important that you go to beauty college and you learn. And uh, the test used to be very difficult. It's not as difficult today. You don't even have a model anymore because of COVID, different things you can't touch. They want you to bring a mannequin on. I mean, they just really like, you know, brought it down to where I reverenced it. I'm like, oh my God. It's like, you know, I took it like I was in medical school. That's how I took right. it when I went, you know. Right. Uh, because I did you know, I was uh, a pre-med when I was in college. So, uh-huh. you know, so I when I got into hair, it was like, wow. So it's so much you can learn, you know, it's it's so bad. Mm-hmm. So you get what you put into it. And if you really want to learn, yes. But yet you can still be a fabulous hairstylist that have a natural knack, know how to make the hair sheen and shine and know the regular shampoo and make a lot of money and stuff like that uh, as well. So now what are some things that you would tell people to look for when they're looking at two questions here? Um, what are some things you, you would tell people to look for when they're looking for a stylist in terms of, you know, making sure it is a stylist who is going to take care of their hair uh, well and protect them from, you know, getting infections and, and things like that. And then the second Bring part, of hair. <laughs> right. The second part of that is um, I'm looking at hurricane over here. And a lot of men don't take care of their hair as as well, you know. I'm gonna just what are fly you by saying, Doc? Yeah, no, I mean, you're, you're, <laughs> no, kidding, his is kidding. always his is always well done, and I mean, he's got these kind of cute little curls on the top, and you know, Hurricane is always looking put t- together, and that was kind of why I looked at him. It was like, oh, you know, he's always it's always cute, yeah. but you have a lot a of good barber. Right. And you have yeah. a lot of people who don't really take care of their hair as well. Um, you see men and women, because I, I know that, because when I used to go in the salon to get mine done um, 
Earth, Wind, and Fire used to roll up in there and used Bird to always. Bump. Yes, he used to always bump me out. <laughs> so, you know, I know that you know men do come to this line. You know what do you say for men to to look for as well? Not you know, I mean, no, it's, it's very important, man. Men haircut is very important. Mm -hmm. I mean, these barbers are getting like two hundred fifty dollars a haircut. You know, mm -hmm. they have built their clientele to that level, which is really good. How long does it take to do a haircut? You do 10 of them at 250, you got a pretty good amount of money every day. So yeah. so they become celebrity stylists or celebrity barbers and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So, mm -hmm. But their craft is there and they're getting a celebrity clientele. They're working hard. And mm -hmm. uh, uh, so they're making the books on it. Uh, but they're barbers. And a lot of times they don't understand uh, scissor cutting and different kind of, you know, balancing and stuff like that, especially if they're leaving it long on top. Mm -hmm. uh, I, I can barber, but that's not my expertise. I mean, they make me do it because some people mm -hmm. got to sit in my chair and they want me to do it. And I'm like, okay. So I sit on down and I get into it. But it's not, mm -hmm. you know, I'm not like that barber that they they, they know what, they, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm an artist with it. Give right. me a minute, but I'm going to hook it up and I'm going to bring you on down to it. <laughs> <laughs> it's going to be right in the end. But it's going to, you know, it's not what I do every day. Mm -hmm. uh, but uh, men should understand that there's different things out there that they can get like minoxidil. And uh, uh, there's also products with finasteride in it, right. which is uh, which helps uh, hair grow for men. You know, I was fortunate to be put on finasteride. Didn't even know it. But uh, uh, but my doctor told me later, you know, I, I got you on this finasteride, whatever, and you know why why they give it to me, right? Right, right, right. <laughs> we, don't to, we don't have to get into that though. <laughs> <laughs> okay, we'll have to get into it. But uh, uh, <laughs> I mean, I mean, if, I if, don't if know, we talk about it, then that, you know, that can, that everything goes on this show, so we can talk about it. <laughs> we've to we've, we've heard a few. Uh -huh, uh -huh. <laughs> but anyway, I digress on that one. But uh, uh, <laughs> those supplements like that can help uh, hair growth too. Mm -hmm. uh, keeping the follicle clean is very important. And uh, uh, I think now uh, the uh, hair transplant is very good. They're doing that. Mm -hmm. it's, it's working even for African-American hair because a lot of times it wouldn't take. Because I guess because it curled up so fast or the the, right. the follicle, the way it is and stuff. Uh, but uh, just, you know, just take care of it. It's like a garden, you know, mm -hmm. it's like a lawn. And uh, if you get some spots where you're having some problems with it and stuff like that, I would say immediately try to take care of the issue. If it mm -hmm. means putting some kind of injections in your head or whatever, go to the doctor, try to figure out a way to retard it, to, to, to bring it back and stuff like that uh, with a... Uh, uh, you know, dermatologists, they, they give you stuff to help you. Right. And, right. and try that. And then if not, you know, there's always hair hair club for me. <laughs> right. Right. <laughs> I think I'm gonna be soon, you know, seeking those those you know services. <laughs> oh look, they got it down now, you wouldn't know. Well, either now I have to go to Turkey. <laughs> you have to go to, oh, for the, uh, 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 okay, for the, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, that, that's, that's the hub right now. Everybody goes to Turkey to get there. India, because it's cheaper. It's like thirty-five to $5,000. You can have it done. You know? Right. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I didn't know about medical India. Medical tourism. Medical tourism is hot. 
Yeah, it's but really. that being that being said, I mean, you know, that that is a real thing. People are going to these different countries to get it done, um, to get it done less expensively. But if you are going to do that and there's nothing wrong with doing it, uh, if you are going to do it, make sure that you are going somewhere reputable, and certified and, and safe and, mm-hmm. and safe. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, we, we all heard about the, the chicky that went down for the BBL down oh, to Mexico yeah. and, you know, ended up in an unsafe situation. And, you know, safety is an issue in some of these countries. So you have to make sure you're going somewhere where you're going to be safe and safe both in terms of your immediate physical safety, but also safe in terms of the service that's being delivered because people oh. have been, that's why we have shows like Botched, you know, because people have I'm been. Mm-hmm. That's true. Uh, yeah, well, true. Actually, I, I've had friends who actually did did that in Turkey and, uh, you know, mm-hmm. uh, the experience was it was great. I mean, they, yeah. they, they, right. they're good. They're, supposedly, they're, they, they know what their craft is. They know what they're doing. Mm-hmm. They know, and it's working. You see a lot of people with with bandages at the airport. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I know what you did. Like you see a lot of bandages in Beverly Hills. <laughs> oh yeah. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. You know, you got to go through the the process, right? So, so doctor, doctor, question for you and for LG. Now, it's this is about damage. You know, uh, well, I would call it like you know, coloring the hairs. I mean. <laughs> I mean, I'm I'm a guy that's getting older, and ultimately the white hair comes up. You know, that's right. one thing that that people do, but I think women do that as well. Yeah, uh, I, they, they do. do I think they do. They do a lot more than the guys. Yeah, I'm just being nice, right? You know, so so that's I'm one. I'm sure that, about that. You know, we always assume that the women are are doing I, I didn't a say lot that. more, but I you know they're doing it more, doctor. No, so my experience, my experience when I'm doing the cosmetic work, I actually have a higher population of men doing the co- the cosmetic work. Listen, well, I would, in my chair, I got number one. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, again, listen, That's I have fine, okay? So they're coming <laughs> to see you. <laughs> listen, I got so you my... think men color their hair more than women? Do I think men color their hair more than women? Um, actually, I think it's probably pretty even, Stephen. Now, because I think they both vain. They both, yeah. They, you know, men are just as uh, 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 into I think, it as women. I personally and sometimes think more. are more vain than women. I mean, you know, <laughs> judging just—I mean, I had sons, and judging by my sons compared to my daughter, I think that men can be more vain than women. And I mean. Gosh, my electric and water bill go up ridiculously every time my son comes home to visit. Okay. Oh, they do take long showers. <laughs> yes, they do. And I'm not even trying to ask what they're doing in those showers. Okay. So um, <laughs> my son spends an inordinate amount of time. You know, he comes into the house and then the first thing he does is he stops in the mirror and he's crimping and looking. So I'm Think that you all are a young young man is definitely going to be into his looks, and he should, (laughs) you know. Wait, 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 time I tell, I think, I think, you know. Midlife crisis hits, you know, you start getting up there. You actually do that as well. I'm sorry. I've been there and I, and I think I'm still going through it. So yes, yeah, you, yes. you, know, I, you start looking at things that are not, you know, supposed yes. to be there or they have, you know, been you know, losing their effectiveness or their looks. So you, you start being conscious about your looks, you know, and so what is your question? question? 
That's well, so, true. I mean, the men, come, the men come into my office. And one of the things is, you know, women worry about losing that beauty. But men worry about losing the appearance of virility and strength. So, you know, they're competing with other men and, you know, mm. the young bucks are trying to come up and, you know, they're, they're puffing up on the older guys and they're like, you know, okay, dude, you're old and we're going to move you out of the way. It's the, you mm. know, the lions fighting yeah. for work. It's true. Style. So they, you know, they come in, they, they're concerned about, you know, the wrinkling. They want to keep a youthful look. They're concerned about losing that hair. And they ask, mm. you know, they ask me, you know, how do I take care of my hair? How do I not? lose my hair and they ask about the finasteride um and uh we do you know we do talk about finasteride and one of the things that i talk about with them is like yeah you know you can get onto these finasteride product products but they also have side effects and one of those side effects is that your masculinity may not function as effectively so then no, don't was tell my me that oh, my God. hair oh my <laughs> That, that wasn't my question. <laughs> my question was about <laughs> it was about like the damage that is done by colors <laughs> to the hair, especially yeah, if you don't have a lot of it and yeah. also bleach in the hair. Because I, you know, by the way, I, yeah. one thing, one yeah. thing, uh, Elsie, you're going to love this. My daughter, she's on her fourth year. Uh, she's a senior in high school. She's done four years, four years of cosmetology in, at the high school. It, it's a program in, in Jersey. Uh, so you talked about the schools and stuff. So I guess some states have that. She's, right. she's she loves the stuff. She's she's got her hair by Nima. That's her, you know, thing. She's doing it. She's Good. working. She wants to have her salon. I mean, so I'm I'm listening to you. I mean, I I hear you. I mean, she's like that's all she does. I mean, she yeah. wants to have her own, you know, you know, thing at home just to have it. So I yeah. get it. But but the, but the kids, you know, or even older folks, you know, adults, they there's this whole thing about coloring the hair more right. often and i know according to what she says and i've seen it even in her hair i mean it damages you know yeah. oh like, color is very damaging oh yeah yeah especially it's, especially, color. Bleaching. especially bleaching i mean bleaching oh, yeah. is oh bleaching is real bad yeah. Yeah. yeah, but that's why I got the care the Botox. Bring it right on back, just like that. No. <laughs> I love it. Well, you know what? That's exactly what the question is about. What mm -hmm. are our measures against it? Like, can we do do good, look good without having to have the damaging effects? If yeah, products... well, the thing about it is you have to uh, know what you're doing because bleaching. Mm -hmm. If you don't know what you're doing, you can bleach the hair all the way off and turn gummy, fall mm -hmm. on the floor, and stuff like that. So you have to be. Uh, know what you're doing and then you have to add more protein back to it and try to rebuild it back up right. um most people that wear uh bleached out hair is short because it's hard to have long bleached out hair because you right. know it chips away and all kinds of stuff uh or they have extensions in the hair or something like that to kind of mm -hmm. make it look long but if you have thick hair and you are a natural blonde you know dark blonde and you then the bleach takes better and comes up and you'll have to cancel out all that red but if you have real, real dark, and you try to go real, real light, most most time it's just gonna break right on off uh, right. as time goes on. Mm -hmm. So, uh, good luck with that because you know <laughs> you're stripping the hair of all its uh, uh, color, and it's just so coarse and dry. Uh -huh. But I have clients, but like I said, if I have clients with blonde hair, um, it's easy to do blondes on gray hair. You see what oh, I'm saying? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So usually when they start having a lot of gray, they start going blonde. 
Right. They go lighter because you don't see the gray as much. It's easier. Right. But if you're dark, the roots come in so much and you you know, you have that dark and then that uh, uh, colored hair. Me, I'm allergic to color. I have to wear gloves. It breaks me out. I didn't, mm -hmm. I mean, it's, first it didn't do that. And then all of a sudden I, I developed an allergy. And uh, I went five years of my hands swelling up, blistering, and I couldn't figure out what it was. And the dermatologist couldn't tell me, no one. I just discovered after a while, uh, when I got rid of my assistant, and I started shampooing myself and I started putting on gloves. I realized it was the residue from which she shampooed the color and they came and I right. touched it with my hands. It was getting on my hands, even though it didn't look like it. And mm -hmm. I ended up blistering. So uh, I figured that out. So now I wear gloves and, and I tried some magic shave on my mustache one time and it just like, I swole up. Right. How often do you see that happen with uh, clients that come through that they're allergic to the, the days or even the, the perms and stuff? I have clients that are allergic to permanent color or anything that has ammonia and peroxide mm -hmm. mix. They're allergic to it. So we have to do more like a cellophane or a beautiful brown, you know, that kind right. of stuff that stains it. Right. I, I even break out from some of those. You know mm -hmm. what I mean? When I get it on my head, I kind of break off from those. I'm really allergic to color. But now, I remember when cellophanes first came out, they um, they purported that they were healthier than regular coloring. Is that yeah. the case? Yeah, because there's no ammonia and peroxide. It's just a coating. Okay. It stains mm -hmm. the hair. You know? mm -hmm. So you put it put it on there enough with enough heat, it'll penetrate underneath the cuticle into the cortex, and that becomes more of a permanent color. Once it okay. penetrates through the cuticle. So uh, I have clients like, I put like, uh, they tell me like, I can't have that on my head because I break out. So I make sure I don't put it on their head. And mm -hmm. then uh, uh, I think they some, I've had times when people say, oh, I'll try it. And then they end up at the emergency room trying to get some Benadryl and stuff like that because they have <laughs> broke out. I mean, because they swole up and it was like, right. you know, when I see, when they come back, they look normal. Like, oh, real right. normal, you know? <laughs> And so we know not to use that kind of color. But the, the thing is to do a patch test. If you never had color, do a patch test, make sure. And then if you don't break out, proceed. Okay. All right. Now, if you do a patch test, what do you do? Have them come in and get a little bit put on and then come back? Come back in 24 hours. They'll tell you when oh. they get home. I mean, no. mine was instant. By the time I got home, I was scratching. I was like, right. uh -huh. oh, yeah, you know, you know, because you get that breakout. So then you don't do that. You right. don't put the color now, on. what about, I mean, you know, it, it's all the rage now. You see, um, well, it used to be the kids, but now you're seeing grown men and women with the, the pinks and the, the reds. And, you know, are those damaging to the hair? Well, it's bleach to get it up there. You have to take mm -hmm. it to a, a certain level. But then you're okay. going back with color and you're filling it up and you're making it healthier again because you're putting color back in it. You okay. see? So it kind of helped make it okay. And then, like I said, when we talk about the different strands of hair, like round hair, now uh, Asian hair has a lot of nitrogen and sulfur in it. It's very similar to black hair. That's why mm -hmm. when you put a permanent wave on it, it's like, like that on, on Asian hair. Mm -hmm. But uh, uh, Caucasian hair has a lot more uh, carbon and oxygen in it. So it has more moisture. So you mm -hmm. know, Caucasian hair, you can bleach it up and do all that stuff with the reds and blues and it looks okay. Mm -hmm. uh, our hair... We can bleach it up and we can go into the reds and stuff, but usually you put some kind of extension in there to make it even longer and stuff like that because it's just that bleach is hard on the hair. 
Yeah. And uh, uh, and and over time, you try to wear it and you put heat on and stuff like that, it's going to chip away. Just no bottom line. So you do the best you can to try to uh, hold on to it. And then if it gets too bad, die dark and it'll fill it all up and then you start growing it back out. But if you're a natural blonde, have fun. If your hair strong and had a night, like if you had some kind of diameter, uh, diameter to the hair like this, mm-hmm. and it's more of this, it can take bleach and color much better. But our okay. hair that's like this is just flat. And you go in there and bleach it, there's no place to expand. It's just, you know, <laughs> it's difficult. Okay. You know? And uh, I know it's nice. Inquiring minds want to know, are you coloring? <laughs> <laughs> are you going to answer that question? Or are you just going to smile at us? Talking about me? Uh-huh. <laughs> oh, well, um, I don't know. I mean, my wife is actually literally she wants to do it. She's like, I need, you know, it's funny. She makes fun of me all the time. Like my my eyebrows, like half of them are white. So in the light, they don't, you can see half and you can't see the other one. She's like, I'm going to you know, get this done for you. I'm like, girl, <laughs> I'm not into it. Like you talk about man, you know, being vain. I'm, you know, one of those that least vain. I mean, I like to look good, but you know, like some things I'm like, it's natural. But you know, I have to say, having a nice full set, ha- bro, bro, I told you, I, env- I don't, I'm not jealous, but I envy you, man. <laughs> you know, God bless. <laughs> you know, I think there's a difference there. I mean, I, I, you know, uh-huh. but but really, it's it's. I like the the, the haircut I've had. I've, I've had it for years. This is just my look. But but, but but slowly but surely, I can, I have a I have a set of pictures, and I'm looking at them, and the hair is just getting less and less over time. And now it's getting to a point I, you know, my daughter makes fun of me. And here's the thing. This haircut's been going up and up and up to match up with that little bald spot in the back. So so now it's like the, I'm getting to the point where I have to to do something. One is the color. The other one is probably filling some some blinks, you know, going to a doctor. <laughs> I, a doctor. A doctor did say there's some serum that you can put in, you know, because I still have enough to to work it. Yeah, you still have it. It's not all gone. So get it. it might just start doing it now if you want to keep it. Uh, other than that, you have to do a Kabbalah and start, you know, shave it all off. And, and then, you know, you have to deal with the growing in and all that other stuff. So I would say go ahead and uh, uh, get the serums, put it on there, fight as much as you can to keep it on your head. And uh, coloring it is not bad. Just use a semi-permanent color. Um, look like my batteries, though. <laughs> okay. All right. You hear me? Um, oh, we hear you. You sure can. Okay. I, I I got it. So 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 I I want to make sure that I'll 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 follow the lead here. I mean, yeah, I can, I mean, but you I, know I, what they're I, doing I, now? I, they're tattooing. Was, they're tattooing right? the hairlines and stuff, trying right? to make it look natural. And stuff. Oh, I saw that. I saw that. I want to do it. I want to do it right. So I want to if yeah. to grow some stuff. I mean, <laughs> yeah. yeah, I understand. I understand. Well, you <laughs> well, still have some. Don't worry about it. Start early. Yeah. I mean, you, you know, while you still have about. the follicles, you know. Uh, yeah, you, well, I still. You, start, you still have the follicles uh, that are active and all. You know, once you go bald and you lose it, uh, then it's hard to transplant. stimulate and to trigger it to come to come back, and you really are looking at transplants. Oh, but here. you'll have here. follicles that are active, you know, you can do things, put serums and, and you know, you can do uh, a little bit of steroid. And, you know, there yeah. are things that can stimulate that growth. Well, here, here's the fun thing, right? So, you know, 
I have like it looks bald from the side. That's actually this here. The back of my hair is actually full of hair. I this know. is not where the. If I actually keep it up, I would be nicely puffed. It's the top that's losing a little bit of a mess. <laughs> so, so I try, I try to give the volume up, but you know, so by by shaving the sides. So, but that's and, and by the way, this is all white, so or makes nice, nice little charcoal looking. You know, like you know. Uh, uh, spicy pepper going on. <laughs> so, so, so you know, I I put them in flames. You know, it's 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 lit up. So so I look at myself like. Hmm. And by the way, it does take ten years down. I can guarantee you this yeah. look versus the other one. So with the color, I will gain my ten years back again <laughs> as well. There you go. Well, uh, well, just try to find a color that is uh, uh, not too dark and uh, and uh, not too harsh. Uh, I mean, and you also have to realize the regrow. Because mm -hmm. if you have a lot of white, within a week, you're going to see this white under, uh, I don't know what to call it. <laughs> it will come glow. up quick. It's underglow, <laughs> white underglow. That's just the light, baby. <laughs> but then that you keep your hair so short, it should be a problem. Just put yeah. it on the top and shave the back. And also, uh, you can even try uh, uh, different kind of sprays that cover uh, right. the hair. And it'll be more temporary. Wash it out every day and you kind of spray it in and stuff like that. And you don't have to do a full color or in between the color. You can do that. Uh, listen, I have to. No, I have no choice. Yeah, the wife is on my case. So this this show is definitely making the seal and she wins. <laughs> uh, I'm, I was, I'm I was talking to Elgin earlier and I was saying that I actually do have a product that will return the color mm -hmm. of your, your hair. It's a stem cell peptide and uh, growth factor product. And it, you know, it entails microneedling to introduce it to the scalp, but it actually does restore color to um, the to the hair and it and, actually re-stimulates the the growth. So if you have areas again, you you have to have areas where the follicles are still alive and active. But if it's thinning, we can apply the serum and, and do the microneedling process, and it will actually stimulate the hair to grow back. I'm gonna have few clients for you. Okay. I got a whole bunch of, of us, you know, in same age range that are having difficulties now. You know, talking about midlife crisis, that's the only problem. Like, I can deal with the wrinkles, you know, that's just, you know, it's cool. But but the hair thing is, is it messes up a little bit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. It's, yeah. It's, it's hard. It really is. It's a difficult I, thing. True story. I go to my barber. And I tell him, you're my youth guy. You take 10 years of my life every time. <laughs> you take me back in time. Like I walk in with some nice light and then I go in and I go dark. <laughs> uh -huh. then, he's, then he's doing his job. He's doing yeah. his job. <laughs> now, let's ask you a question about that because that is a concern because, you know, the population right now looks like a mushroom. And the cap of that mushroom, the bulk of the population is an aging population, midlifers and and above. Yeah, we're living so we do have all of those concerns and questions about, uh, you know, uh, graying and what's going to make us look older or, you know, what can we do to look younger? And one of the questions that comes up, particularly amongst women, uh, is does it take more age off of me if I take my color lighter or if I go darker? What is your opinion on that? Well, um, the way it is uh, 
said to us is that the older you go, the lighter you go with your mm -hmm. hair and the shorter you go. Mm -hmm. Me doing extensions and all that stuff, I said, ah, not necessary. <laughs> okay. Yeah, okay. It's all the way down to my behind now. <laughs> yeah. I, sometimes, I, you know, if you have your face is still, you know, you can put some dark hair on you and it looks good and bring and make you attractive and stuff like that. And then there's ways to put, you know, uh, uh, ombre and different things like that to try to bring color and stuff like that. But you don't have to necessarily go blonde and, and or mm -hmm. go lighter and cut your hair off short. You know, mm -hmm. that was just something that was out there, you know, and people were like, oh, you know, you're supposed to do that, but mm -hmm. not necessarily because mm -hmm. uh, uh, women of color, number one, their skin complexion and, and, and skin itself is different. So you put some hair on them, they look as young as their daughter, you know, because right. it's all about that hairline coming back in, you know, mm -hmm. framing that face, giving you a crown mm -hmm. of glory. And then that mm -hmm. face is like, you know, just beautiful. And mm -hmm. uh, so, but like I said, normally they tell you that's what you're supposed to do. So I say, uh, if it's making you look younger, do it. But if you find like you look older and it's not really helping, then, you know, bring your youth back and keep your look. As long as you keep that youthful look and people still see you from when you were in high school or college or stuff like that, and they you still got that appearance on you, then you're winning. But mm -hmm. if they come and you look like, whoa, whoa. You? <laughs> <laughs> what happened to you? Right? My heroine right now is Martha Stewart, you know. Oh, yeah. Martha great. Stewart is nine gazillion years old, and she's oh, just her and Dolly Parton. You know, they're fabulous. Oh, yes, yes, they're she fabulous. Great. Yeah, yeah, they are fabulous. And and uh, Martha was just on the cover of uh, Sports Illustrated, mm -hmm. and folks were throwing rocks and saying, "Yeah, but she's had work, and she's got this, and she's got that." I'm like. And she still looks fabulous. Okay. So whatever you need to do to make yourself look and feel fabulous, that's what you need to do. I mean, I, I'm not mad at you. If you got to get a little nip tuck, if you got to get a little color, you know, whatever you need to do to make yourself look fabulous, you know, you need to stick a little weave up in that hair. Hey, it's yours if you bought it, you know. So whatever you need to do to look fabulous, go for it. Feel good. I, I'm all I'm I agree. I mean, this this is the part, I mean. Talk about health and wellness and, and, and glamour and stuff. I mean, beauty is part of us, right? I mean, everybody needs to look, you know, as great as they want. And 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 by the way, I think I think it's also it's got a uh, talking about this is a health, you know, channel primarily. I think we we lost uh, Aldrin. I think we uh, lost Aldrin. <laughs> yeah, we did. For a second. Yeah. Well, so so one thing, doctor, is that this is also playing on on the mental status, you know, mental state mm -hmm. of, of things. And the physical things, because if you look and I'm not seeing what I used to see, it affects your mind and, and that can affect your body. Then you let everything go yeah. and then it just, whoo, it's downhill from there. That's, that's, you know, the way it is. It's not an, uh, Here he uh, is. Uh, he's back. But while you're gone, we were just talking about the mental, you know, uh, aspect of when we lose, you know, our appearances, right? Because mm -hmm. it it starts affecting the way you think about yourself. Your your own you know self image affects your mind. Oh yeah, and then, and then it affects your body because now like oh, I'm too old. I'm crappy. I'm not mm -hmm. feeling good. Then you start like just dropping the ball and everything, and it gets worse. And we don't want that. Yeah. 
You can't be still. <laughs> you got to keep working. You got to work out. You got all. You got to keep it going because if you don't, gravity is no joke. Ooh, it's not a friendly. It's not it a friendly. Not your friend. It is not <laughs> your friend. It's trying to take you back to the dirt. That's right. That's right. <laughs> that, I mean, that really is important that uh, you stay vital as long as you can. I mean, think about it. We're all working so hard and we just can't wait until we hit retirement. But what mm -hmm. happens when we hit retirement? Some people hit retirement and they stay vital and active and they, you know, they're busy in the community and they're doing this and they're doing that. And then some people hit retirement and they're like, oh, I'm just going to relax. I'm going to sit on the couch and I'm going to do nothing. And they're dead within five years. You That's know, true. they've lost that vitality. Everything goes to gravity and then you go to ground. Mm -hmm. So it is important to to stay vital and to take care of yourself as as best you can. And if you want yeah. to, to maintain the appearance of healthy longevity, it's a process. You have to work at it. You have to you know, pay your dues. You have to go in and get that hair whipped on a regular basis if it's going to stay in your head and looking good. And, uh, you know, as we age, that's a time when we may need to invest a little more into going to see the Elgin Charles Charleses of the, the world because we can't necessarily take care of it in the same way that we did in our more youthful days. And I mean, you know, you talked about the moisture. That's the time when we may need to invest a little bit more money into a fine product like yours that has more moisture in it to keep that hair from drying out because, you know, hair and everything else dries out as you age. So you've got to put that moisture back in. So, mm -hmm. you know, again, tell us again about the products. And, oh, uh, well, the products are wonderful. It's a shampoo, conditioner, and a repair mask, as well as the character Botox, which is the miracle product that I love so much. Uh, and it really works with your pH in your body, and it really helps stimulate hair growth. And it uh, uh, moisturizes scalp, so you don't get a lot of dandruff and stuff like that. And it's just a, a well-rounded product that is really well-made. Uh, you know, manufacturing of the product where you have it done is very important too. So you want to find a good company. And my company is really outstanding. Um, back to one of the things we were talking about as far as aging, I find out that diet is very important as well. Uh, and everything through moderation. Uh, and like uh, when you're getting older, you know, you have to make sure you take care of all of the categories. One is mm -hmm. eating right. Grooming yourself, exercise. Don't have to be a lot of exercise, but you have to be, you know, consistent with it. Keep the body moving and stuff. Keep yourself uh, mobile. Uh, I've been on my feet for so long, I ended up with a hip replacement. Do you believe that? I've had two. <laughs> oh, a good one. Good day, man. We're right there. <laughs> no joke. But, you know, it's like, but thank God for for science and stuff like that, that even put you back together and get on out there and keep on going. You know, I'm bionic, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Take the words out of my box. Bionic woman. <laughs> right. yeah, that was a great show. <laughs> One of my favorite shows right there. I know. But that's the key to, uh, you know, making sure your appearance is together and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. And, and so there's a lot of things. If we're not in Beverly Hills, how do we get your product? 
Oh, you can go on to elginchars.com and get okay. it. Or you can go to any of the social media and uh, put in Elgin Charles and it'll direct you right to my website. Uh, my book, you can get it at elginchars.com, but also at Barnes & Noble and Amazon. You can mm -hmm. get it there as well. And uh, the link to my YouTube is EC Beverly Hills. And all of the, my uh, social media is just Elgin Charles. Okay. All right. Well, yeah, we, I'm going to promote the hell out of that thing. Mm -hmm. <laughs> uh -huh. yeah. I said, I'm, we're going to promote it. Listen, I, 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 I love this stuff. I mean, we, my wife and I, we do have uh, something like we do the, um, the argan oil, the Moroccan oil. So we, argan, have, argan, we argan, oil, yeah. So we do oil. that. So, so we're into that. You, you guys need to connect and, and, uh, promote each other because you guys both have great products uh, going. So let's, you know, let's support everybody. And, and it's not here yet. But uh, I have a product coming out, skincare product. Uh, Yay! I'm very excited go. about it. Actually, uh, not only does it make the skin look good, but it actually improves the health of the, the skin. So good. I love it. Are well, you excited about oh, it? We, we got to talk. <laughs> <laughs> yes, we do. Yes, we do. Yeah. Well, I love good skincare products because uh, they're very important. And I, I, my, I have a T-zone areas in here. And a lot mm -hmm. of times it's from the products that we use. And, you know, we right. used to use a lot of silicone-based products. We're not doing that right. much anymore. But they were real. Right. And you're doing the hair, you touch your face and stuff. And I was getting, like, chapped up in there. So mm -hmm. I was very, I had to find certain kind of products that wouldn't irritate that zone. And mm -hmm. uh, so I, I'm not going to say what kind of I use, products I use, because it's not important. We're not uh, doing that. But Good products are important, so I would love to check out your products when they come, and uh, uh, it will be great. All right, excellent. So again, you can get the book, and you can get the products on the website. Um, the website will be will have the links, will have the social media links. Everything will be posted with the the show as we always do, and as always. If you have any questions, you're having difficulty reaching Elgin, you want to make an appointment with Elgin and you don't know how to reach him, you can always contact myself and Hurricane. And we're happy to be traffic cops and, and direct traffic for uh, those <laughs> who we bring onto the show because uh, we want to see them grow and, and thrive. We, we bring on people that we can definitely uh, support and who are doing great things out there. So... And also, if you need extensions and wigs and all that stuff, I got all that, too. It's all on the website. All right. Good deal. This is so much fun. I enjoyed this interview. It was great. Thank you so much for having me on. It's Elgin, a pleasure, thank man. Thank you for joining us. Hurricane, do you have any any last questions that you want to ask Elgin? Oh, no. I mean, I think I've covered my <laughs> You covered plenty. <laughs> we, 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 I think we went all over the place there, and, and, and you know, we covered a lot of grounds. But, yeah, I mean, I... I I love the discussion and uh, thank you for, you know, for giving us some, some real, real stuff from professional level. I mean, the top the of the chatters that matter. <laughs> oh, no, that was good. That was good. You, you know, doctor always asked for a shout out. That was, that was the yeah, shout out. Right we there. always asked for the drop. And he had a, he gave us the that, that's it. Out. We got our drop. <laughs> we appreciate you. <laughs> well, thank you so much. All right. Well, again, you know, thank you very much for, for having, I mean, thank you very much for joining us. 
And uh, we appreciate your time. We appreciate your work. And uh, we're behind you rooting for you. And we'll Thank be looking so more from you in the, in the future. For those Sounds of us, our guests who have been out there watching, Thank you for joining us. You have been listening to Chatters That Matter. Let's talk about it. I'm Dr. Cheryl Bryant-Bruce, the celebrity doc, and I'm here with my co-host, the host with the most, Hurricane H. (laughs) Thanks for coming and joining us. We are on the air Monday and Wednesday nights, and then we do have the radio broadcasting on Tuesday and Friday, right, Hurricane? Uh, same nights, Monday, yep. nine, same times, okay. exactly time. So radio and, and video everywhere. And Plus we are everywhere. everywhere. <laughs> Pretty much any platform you can think of, you can find us on that platform. And if you should miss the episode, these episodes will re-air and they're always evergreen on good old YouTube. Uh, we have the, the radio broadcast on Spotify. And like I said, you know, they're, they're, we're everywhere. So thanks for joining us. You know, thanks for sharing this experience with us. If you're enjoying the show, like it, share it hit those subscribe buttons on both of our channels and we'll just keep it coming for you. We love being here for you and you're what it's all about. We're here to educate, inform, and entertain chatters that matter.